gather around your speakers. AJ's about ready to get up on her soapbox. (laughs) This might be the most controversial episode since the makeup episode, which if you haven't listened to that one, I'll have a link to it in the show notes. Go and check it out. I'm Jen Eads, a white belt full of curiosity and questions about all the things jujitsu. And you can connect with me on Instagram at Brassy Broad Jen. And I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jujitsu purple belt, uh, obsessed with jujitsu still. And uh, you can connect with me. I'm AJ Klingerman everywhere you look. And you can find us together on Instagram at Beauty and the Ghee Podcast. All right, AJ, let's get your soapbox out. What, what's on your mind this week? <laughs> well, we were just kind of uh, having some conversations recently in class about different things that things are called. We'll get to the one that, you know, gripes James the most. That's the one everybody's uh-huh. commenting about on the Facebook page today. Should we start with, is it pop or is it soda? Oh, yeah. So what do you call it? Soda or pop? Usually I just called it Coke, but it's either Coke or pop for me. What about you? Honestly, it's one of those things that I don't know because now <laughs> I'm thinking it. about it. Well, now, now I'm thinking about it. So like, I'm just going to overthink it and right. d- just pick one. Yeah. Whatever it is, I know it's the opposite of what Rachel says because she calls me out every time I say it. So it's not that. <laughs> That's the best I can do. I feel like I'd probably say soda because I tend to have like that Northern accent a little mm-hmm. bit. So it feels more like a soda. But I don't know. <laughs> and if you haven't listened to previous episodes, the Rachel is Rachel Casillas. That's correct. Who just magically works her way into every episode yeah, somehow. She has to. <laughs> She's like our invisible co-host. <laughs> right. We we set up a chair for her. Yes. Um, okay. So, you know, sometimes the different things that we call things are regional, like a shopping cart or a buggy. I've heard that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're from Indiana. Like buggy sounds... Very weird. What is that? What are you talking about? I loved that show that used to be on Away With Words. Did you ever listen to that? Uh -uh. Oh my God, I loved Away With Words. People would call in and be like, okay, what is the origin of this word? Like my family says this. I've never heard anyone else say that. I moved. Nobody says that, whatever. Um, But it was a really cool show. But, you know, the same thing happens in Mm jujitsu. Like we kind of grow up, so to speak calling things a certain thing. So I think an easy one would be like a sit-up sweep or a hip bump sweep. We call it a sit-up sweep. I always joke, I teach the sit-up sweep in the intro to women. And I always joke that I was like, okay, this has one of two names. So if they're going to look it up on YouTube or something, they know. Yeah. But I always say definitely just a couple dudes named it. They're like, what are the things we're doing for this sweep? Well, we're doing, we have to sit up. Okay, let's just call it that. All right, great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, we have to do a hip bump too. All right, call it that. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. Yeah. (laughs) So, but it helps me in like helping them remember, you know, how to do the move. Well, first you sit up, then you trap the arm. I guess that could could have been called an arm trap sweep. (laughs) But, you know, we have all these little things that, you know, different schools or different you know countries or whatever call different parts of jujitsu. Mm-hmm. So another I can think of is shrimping. So one of the black belts I trained with, Wasim, actually posted on our Facebook page about he just posted a shrimp. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the funny story is, so we had a guy that was another black belt training with us for a while, Mara. And... um 
Mara was from Brazil. He moved to Germany after he left us, but, or he left us to move to Germany, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But one random time, James and I were in New Mexico and we got stuck in Dallas on our way home. And Mara and his wife were in, I think actually like in Mexico and they got stuck in Dallas on their way home. So we just ended up meeting up in Dallas for 24 hours. Which is really cool. But we had dinner at the airport together. And, um, you know, there's still some language barrier for him. And he ordered whatever pasta and it had shrimp in it. And he was like, oh, like, like basically mentioning that that's what we call it. Because he couldn't even remember what we call it because he calls it a hip escape. Ah. So then he kept like saying that he was eating hip escape. <laughs> It's so funny. He's like, yes, yes, I, I, I'm eating hip escape. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but I would imagine that when Wasim posted that, that that's one that he was talking about, like shrimp versus hip escape. Got it. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And either one works, you know, hip escape and ain't easy doesn't make as good of a shirt as shrimp and ain't easy, but. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about the shirts. Right. I mean. (laughs) What else is on the list? All right. So one that kind of drives me crazy is combat mount, double attack, technical mount. So basically, if you don't know what this is at all, if I have mount on you and you start to shrimp and I let you go up on your side, but I still I'm kind of mounted, but on the side of you, best I can describe it. Has all three of those names. Yeah. And so right now we're filming the full curriculum for our association, the full, like, you know, the fundamentals. So, ev- like, every time James teaches it, he uses all three. So he'll say, like, so when you go here to technical mount, combat mount, double attack, <laughs> every time, <laughs> like, we're filming it, he says all three. And, like, personally, I'm going to call it combat mount. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I prefer to call it. Unless, you know, at one point we had also heard it called triple threat. Yeah. And so then we started calling it Beyonce. <laughs> because why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Like, <laughs> Beyonce is my favorite position. That's where I'm going to go. Um, <laughs> but uh, if I'm teaching it, I'm going to call it combat mount. Because if you remove the body out from underneath you, I'm basically in that combat base. Yeah. You know, so that's what I call it when I teach. Not that I get to choose what it's called. I'm just a purple belt. But hey, I have a podcast, so I can at least reach a few people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to start calling it combat mount. Okay. Spread it to your schools. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not the hill I'm going to die on. I'm going to die on the hill of single leg X versus Ashi. Okay. Tell us about that. I think they're can two you, different Can moves. you explain that even on? <laughs> I think they're two different positions. This okay. is why it drives me crazy. Okay. So I'm going to do my best to explain it. Let's say somebody is, I'm going to do it from a standing position. So Let's just say I'm on my back. You're standing above me at my waistline, at my belt. For Ashi, I'm going to bring my right leg around the outside from behind Mm -hmm. and put my foot in your hip. Okay? So it's going around the outside into your hip. That to me is Ashi. To me, single leg X is my right foot in your other hip. So in your right hip and my knee tucked behind you, because that makes sense. So if you do X guard, do you understand what X guard is? Mm-hmm. 
if I remove one part of the X, now I'm in single leg X. (laughs) That makes sense to me. Um, So I guess the biggest difference, like why it drives me crazy is because for single leg X, I'm actually controlling both legs to an extent. Mm -hmm. With the Ashi, I'm just really wrapped around one leg, which Ashi, I'm pretty sure translates to leg. (laughs) So that's, that's why I, you know, I, I, that one drives me crazy because they interchange it. And I think it's two different positions. So that's the hill I'll die on. Now we know (laughs) that's my soapbox. That's the one we're spreading guys. Let's get this straight. Okay. What else? Cause I know that there's a whole list. There is, there are so many little things. This is, this is funny to go through. Oh, like 411 saddle. Honey hole. Honey hole. Yeah. I've never heard any of those until I saw them on the Facebook. So, yeah. So they are all um, like leg attack positions, basically. So, I mean, it's all one position, obviously. And that's one I don't care what it's called. I don't, I don't really have a present. I guess I probably would call it saddle more than anything, but I don't know. I don't know. We want to hear from you all. Let yeah. us know. Which one do you call it? We should do a Facebook poll. Oh, yeah. Which one do you call it? I'd yeah. like to know. Okay. Yeah. And we'll just go with the majority and just start calling it that. Okay. <laughs> there we go. It's Easy. one of those things where I think what becomes the most well-known is what's the loudest. I think you're right about that. Right? Definitely. It's, it's who's calling it that the most in a public setting. Which we're going to get to very shortly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That actually leads to another story coming up. So it's building. It's building. (laughs) We're just, we're bringing on anticipation. (laughs) Later on Beauty and the (laughs) Ghee. Tell me about the Saint Flu. (laughs) It's just funny when you say it. All right. So this, this happened the other day in class. I had a guy ask me, actually, he was asking if you know we're fans of the UFC or whatever, and um, saying he was telling this story. So he actually did a great job of educating this guy. But the guy came up to him and was like talking about the Saint flu. And he was like, you mean the Von flu? And he's like, no, the Saint flu. And he was like, you mean from Saint Prue? And he was like, no, the Saint flu. And <laughs> poor Caleb's like, I don't know where I'm going with this. Let's start from the beginning. <laughs> All right, so there's a choke called a Von Flu. And it um, was first done that we know of in the UFC by Jason Von Flu. When James first saw it, he was like, this is a fluke. Like it doesn't work. And so we called it the Von Fluke forever. (laughs) Um, And then James started playing with it and really figured out exactly how to make it happen. Mm -hmm. James put out an instructional, I think in like 2008, eight or nine, like a very long time ago at this point, called Mastering the Von Flu. Hey, AJ, where can we find that instructional? You can find that on the Fight Hub, which I believe is a sponsor of Beauty and the Geek podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Fight Hub. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thefighthub.com. You can find several instructionals, but that Mastering the Von Flu is available for DVD, streaming, and download. Do you have it on VHS? I don't think so. But for enough money, I'll make an exception and make you one. (laughs) So really, I mean, James kind of named it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he named it after Jason Von Flew, but he really is the one that like made it popular. And that's still probably his most requested seminar is Mm -hmm. the Von Flew. The Von Flew is a choke that comes off of guillotine. 
I wish somebody would guillotine me in training, but nobody will. So I never get to practice my Von Flus. <laughs> I might have gotten a bad reputation by choking out a child, but that's... <laughs> He was like 12 or 13. Fine. He tried to guillotine me. He deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't tap. How was I to know? Um, <laughs> the things you hear on the podcast. Right, right. I had a little kid uh, talking trash the other night in class, and I was like, I've choked out a kid before. I'm not afraid to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, Von Flew. James teaches that Von Flew seminar all the time. That is his most requested seminar. So then flash forward to Ovent St. Prue. Is that how you say his name? Anyways, he's hit the Von Flu in the UFC, I think four times or something like a lot. And so then people started calling it like a combination of those two names. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. But jokingly, maybe half jokingly, James takes a little bit of credit for St. Prue getting him in the UFC. <laughs> and he, he'll he tell you the timeline. He's basically like, okay, here's what happened. I taught a seminar down in Tennessee at Ray Casillas' school. Uh-huh. Also Rachel Casillas' school. Just to drop her name again. There she is again. There she is. She showed back up. And uh, Samuel Braga came and did the seminar. And they are on like the same team. Samuel Brock has a black belt down there. So he's like, Samuel could have taught it to him and then he could have went and got it in the UFC. Like, it feels like I should get credit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. And always the big controversy with that choke is everyone's like, you just pull your hand out, right? You just let go of the guillotine and then they can't choke you. That is true. That is absolutely true. If you let go of the guillotine, they can't get the Von Flew. The thing is, if you know how to do the Von Flew correctly, you can't get that hand out. Yeah. Like I have your hand trapped, especially if you're wearing MMA gloves. You're never getting that hand out if right. you're wearing MMA gloves. So, yeah. But so if you don't know how to properly do a Von Flew, check out James Klingerman's Mastering the Von Flew instructional. It is one of my favorites. I love to do a Von Flew. I absolutely love it. It's my, probably my favorite no-gi technique. Yeah. One of these days, I'll love it when I get better at it. Yeah. But right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Right now, I'm just trying to not get it done to me. <laughs> yes. That's my life goal. That's what, well, and, and Jennifer in class the other day, I was like, just abandon ship. Like, as soon as you start noticing him going for the Von Flew, yeah. then abandon. Like, he wasn't setting it up fast enough to get it if she was, you know. Yeah. Unless she just kept holding on, which is what she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> bet she won't do that again. Nope, bet not. <laughs> All right. What's the big one? Okay, so this is how this whole conversation started. And it's I feel what, like we need a drum roll. Like, <laughs> we have the best sound effects on this podcast. <laughs> right? It's very, very, very highly produced. Yes. It's basically Star Wars. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars. What? All right, we'll get there. We'll oh, get there. Okay. What started this whole conversation was Caleb in class was talking about a Darce choke. And every time he says the word, and somehow he says it like 20 times in the, you know, five seconds he's talking. And we all cringe every time because we've all heard James talk about it a million times. So every time he says it, we all like, oh, oh, <laughs> don't say that. It's like grinding your teeth or nails on a chalkboard. So I don't think I've ever been to a seminar where James didn't give this speech. <laughs> this is absolutely the mountain he'll die on. A Darce choke does not exist. Okay. This is definitely goes into whoever speaks the loudest 
you know, you, you learn that, um, that lingo from, but the, the choke already existed as a bravo. That's B-R-A-B-O. It means aggressive. So it already had a name. And then someone saw a guy continuously hitting it in tournaments and decided to name the choke after him, which is okay, except that he didn't know the first choke existed, right? He didn't know a Bravo was a thing. So it would have been better had he just been like, oh, that guy hits the Bravo all the time, whatever. He decides to name it after him. Fine, except for the guy's name is Joe DRC. <laughs> DRC. <laughs> Feel free to call it a DRC choke. I'm okay with that. Yeah. If you want to name it after the dude too, great. His name's Joe DRC. <laughs> <laughs> but Dars is a mispronunciation of his name of a choke that already had a name. <laughs> so it's the double whammy. It's the double whammy. It's yeah. just like an ignorant sandwich, I think. So <laughs> the problem is the person that called it that was, you know, friends with a lot of the UFC guys and everything. And so it just started being called a Darth choke. Yeah. So onto the Darth Vader. Right? Okay. Yes. Onto Star Wars, I guess. Thank you. This is when it's acceptable. When it's funny, right? right. Like, like the shrimp and ain't easy. We talked about a t-shirt. When it's funny, like, if you have like a Darth Vader t-shirt, like I think that's hilarious. <laughs> Otherwise, a Darth doesn't exist. <laughs> it's good to know where that's okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I think if it's comedy, you know, right. like then it's kind of more of a, like a parody thing rather than <laughs> an ignorant sandwich. <laughs> right, we try to avoid the ignorant sandwiches. But so after I told Caleb that story, he was so grateful. He was yeah. like, Thank you. Like, I'm going to start educating people on that. Like, I he doesn't want to be ignorant about it. He was like, I'm going to make sure that everyone knows, which is great. Like, that's the, James spreading the gospel and people right. <laughs> <laughs> people are going to start, you know, following him and, and saying different, you know, different terminology. Yeah. So, bravo. Or if you want to call it a DRC, that's fine. Or if you have a Darth Vader t-shirt. Right. It's yeah. Okay. Those, are the, those are the three things. <laughs> So what's your on the mat tip for this week? So I guess my on the mat tip is kind of both sides. Like I want you to call it what your coach calls it, right? Yeah. Like you need to follow what they're saying, especially teaching others that are under them. Like if you're helping anyone, anything like that. Also from a tournament aspect, like if they're coaching you and you don't call it the same thing, that's very confusing. Yeah. Um, so call it what your coach calls it. But also be willing to be educated. Like if we can clear up some things and, and make it more universal, I think that's that's good. What's your off the mat tip? The same thing. Be open and be willing to be educated on something. I think, and I've found myself being guilty of this too, is, you know, we kind of look for that information or those articles or those posts that support what we already what, believe. Yeah, what we already believe. Mm -hmm. When it's like, maybe I need to actually have a conversation with somebody yeah. and and actually just shut up for five minutes and listen yeah. and learn something. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. So that's off the mat. Yeah. That's great. I think that's a perfect off the mat tip. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode. AJ's putting her soapbox away now. Stepping down. Yeah. So thanks for listening. 
Make sure that you share this episode, especially this episode, if you know somebody that might need to hear it. Yeah. And have a conversation. Find out what other people are calling it. Yeah. We're actually going to post on our Instagram. Uh, We'll probably do a little poll out there. So be sure to look for that at Beauty and the Gee podcast. And I'm sure we'll put it on our Facebook page and in the Facebook group as well. You can connect with us on Facebook at Beauty and the Gee Gang Facebook group. Great. And we will see you on the mat. This has been a production of the Brassy Broadcasting Company.